Is it bad to say that um, I have to I have to go because my other half, Katie, needs to go to the shop and I need to look after the kids? It's just, it's just home life, isn't it? Working from home. It is. It is. It's 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 home life. Um, I don't think it made me laugh. It's you're being very honest with us. What's she going to She's get? She's going to Iceland. She's going to Iceland to get maybe get us some. We've tried as you were here in this program. Um, I've tried to unsuccessfully to try and get to takeaway this evening. So Katie's going to run around the corner and get some frozen pizzas from Iceland. Oh man! I'll, I'll let they're you know. Here's the good. podcast. <laughs> Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Proper fun and games on a Monday night. Still in the no-repeat guarantee, so whatever you're doing, even if you're just wearing tracky bottoms, no songs repeated between 9am and 5pm. Hope you've had a good weekend. Hope things are good with you right now. Uh, a nice thing happened to me earlier today. Uh, I was out in the back garden and suddenly heard the voice of my next door neighbour. Uh, moved over towards the fence to say hello and realised that they had something in their hands. And I don't know what the collective noun is for sticks of rhubarb, uh, but I can only describe being handed a parasol of rhubarb uh, over the fence very kindly by my next door neighbour. I saw the photo that you put on Twitter a bit earlier on. They are, I mean, I don't know what normal rhubarb looks like. That looks like big rhubarb, like prize-winning rhubarb. <laughs> yes, yeah. I did think that, you know, if there were events going on and there was some kind of uh, East Hertfordshire country show, I would suggest he enters his rhubarb into it. Uh, it was absolutely massive. What a big old stick. So thing is, though, right, is this is this like the wartime economy? Are they expecting something then to be passed by you back in the other direction? Like, um, is this some kind of parlay? Is this trading? Well, that's a very interesting question. I hadn't thought about it like that. But last week, Natalie made some, dare I say, some damn fine cookies. Um, yep. And uh, I know that she left a plate of cookies on the doorstep for them because we didn't want to become fat and eat them all ourselves. Ah. Uh, so maybe the rhubarb is in exchange uh, for the chock chip cookies that went that way. It's like bartering. It, I mean, this you know, in many ways, we're living in one big science fiction movie at the moment. This is the future. People are bartering with old-fashioned things like rhubarb. It'll be salt and chocolate next, or pictures of movie stars from before the apocalypse. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look, we're going to talk a little bit later on uh, in the show, actually, about Mental Health Awareness Week, which is going on this week, and uh, the theme this year is kindness, and and hopefully people are being kinder right now. So let's explore this. Uh, I don't think it's just us that this has happened to. If you have had something handed across the fence uh, from your neighbours, we'd like to hear about it. Or maybe you've shared something the other way. Uh, has it happened to you? Tell us what it is and what you've received or given. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Do you know what the only positive that's come out of this whole lockdown thing is that, you know, the older generations always say to us that you never have that kind of blitz or Dunkirk spirit where people look out for each other. They call that the golden years. Well, I do think we've had a bit of that over the past few weeks. Like our our neighbours on our right hand side, if you look out the window of the house, uh, Simon and Meg, a lovely couple. Uh, Simon painted, painted his side of the fence and did our side as well for free. God bless him. Meg's nice. baked us some scones, passed them over the fence. And then we were talking about the fact we couldn't get any flour. And uh, the other neighbour, whose name, I'm um, sadly, I don't know, but she lives the other side of Simon and Meg, passed a bag of white powder over. I just think anyone looking would have thought that like, some kind of 
uh, narcos type situation was going on in Leon C. And then my other half, Katie, has grown some tomato plants, then put them out on a little step out the front for other people to pick up on the way down the street. So I do feel like there's a good little neighbourly economy going on and people looking out for each other. I don't want to sound ungrateful, but uh, I'd rather the scones than the uh, uh, than the rhubarb. Uh, Eight twelve fifteen <laughs> for your texts or your tweets at Absolute Radio uh, on Twitter. They call themselves Lord Harbord. I'm not sure they are. A jar of tadpoles has been handed over the fence. What is that? Um, a warning? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's really weird. That? That's so uh, weird. And Michelle says, we've had wine, jam and chutney all passed over the fence. I honestly think the tadpoles is like <laughs> the equivalent of horse's head in the bed in the <laughs> uh, Godfather movies. Uh, Mike Clark says, I was gifted a football, but it was from a neighbour's other neighbours, i.e. two doors down from my house. I think he's insinuating that it's been booted into his back gun. Please be one of those people, right? Be one of those people that chucks it back. I remember we used to live next door to this old couple called the Pachilios, and Vic Pachilio would never give me and my brother our football back if it went into his garden. And he must have had 15 like, balls in that back garden. Don't be one of those, Mike. Make sure you give it back. Do the neighbourly thing. <laughs> uh, Kate says, two tomato plants. I'd rather that than your rhubarb. Oh, it's like a little war going on with this whole rhubarb thing. Uh, Pete says he was gifted some gin. And you know what? There's a company in Leon C that have started up um, doing this thing where they deliver cocktails to your doorstep. So they'll, they'll mix them at the end of your driveway. And then you can have them there. And a lot of people, we had this, uh, people talking about it the other week, but, uh, you know, for Clap for Our Carers on the Thursday night. Some people have been yes. staying out and literally using their wheelie bins as impromptu bars and having a drink with the neighbours, which I think is a fantastic idea. So we might do that soon as well. That's amazing. Uh, Mr. Ranty on Twitter. You won't be surprised to hear that's the platform. I got a grapefruit and chicken drumsticks passed over. Now, you see, that's quite a strange combo. I'm imagining maybe the chicken drumsticks, that's some kind of barbecue. But if that's the case, why are you getting a grapefruit as well? Hey, if you want to talk to anyone about grapefruit, get in touch with me. Had the first one for years last week. It's got a different name. There's, there's a, a loads of people were recommending a different type of grapefruit to me that begins with a P, and I've not heard of it before. But it's blown my mind. It's an amazing, amazing thing. Grapefruit chat is a little side issue here. And Lee says, I had a beer passed over the other week, and I've only just moved in. Oh, that's nice. What a way to welcome your neighbours. I mean, God, if you watch Neighbours, the actual sitcom, all they used to do is always bring you a casserole. I'd have a beer any day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Adrian says a case of vodka was delivered to our neighbours by mistake and bless them for handing it over the fence. Now, that is trust for you as well, isn't it? I'd, I'd just add that straight away. I'd have had it. <laughs> Uh, Sarah in Gloucestershire says we were cutting down a tree for my elderly neighbour. He was inside and we did it from our side. Couldn't quite reach some branches. So neighbours over the back lent us their long-handed loppers. It's not very exciting, but it was a good deed nonetheless. I like it, Sarah. You've got like a little trio of neighbours helping each other out there. It's nice. I agree with her on both counts. It was a lovely thing to do and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gary uh, from Cardiff says my neighbour's cat often jumps over the fence and poos in our back garden but he does add I haven't returned the favour yet <laughs> what do you like Gary but please if you do it please let us know how you get on 
Uh, speaking of that, Danny says, neighbour brought me a bag of manure for my vegetables. I normally put gravy on mine. Uh, and Beck says, a watering can and a foot pump. I have returned the favours by passing over a banana sponge, ginger nut and lime cheesecake and chocolate brownies all homemade. I think they've got a better deal than you have. Uh, Wendy Brining's been on to say that she uh, really recently received a bowl of scouse from her neighbour. And this is like a Liverpool delicacy. It's where, where the word scouser comes from. And if you've never had it, it's like a, a meat stew. It's one of the nicest things in the world. So some of these people here tonight are getting some amazing contraband from their neighbours. A lot of kindness going on. 8, 12, 15 for your texts and tweet us at Absolute Radio. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. There's some brilliant stuff coming into the show. 8, 12, 15, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, this one without a name says, I pass trout now and then to my neighbours and friends. Is that is that code for illicit substances? I'm sure there's a nightclub phrase for that. Our producer's Googling as we speak. <laughs> Isn't that what they talk about in one of the songs by The Shaman? So please clarify. Uh, Kate in Harvard says, we passed a roast dinner to our neighbour last night. Oh, wow. But the stress, the stress of trying to get a a gravy-covered roast chicken dinner over the top of a fence and not spill any. I can't even think about it. It's giving me palpitations. Uh, Warwick in Horsham says, I've got a neighbour who's bringing me flapjacks with bits of crystallised ginger in them. Very moist and yummy. Uh, Sounds like it, Warwick. Uh, I found a multi-pack of Monster Munch in my porch. Beef pickled onion, flaming hot. Top find. Apparently, though, it was passed for my daughter, not for me. Uh, And then this one might interest you, Bush. Yesterday, I poured my neighbour some Zaflora into the mop bucket she held over the fence. She rang me later to say she'd ordered way too much Chinese takeaway, so gave us some free food. Do you know what, right? As you well know, I am obsessed with the flora, yeah? But this is just like an episode of Black Mirror where it's the apocalypse in the future. What is the currency? It's going to be stuff like the flora, which is probably worth the same as gold, like butter, pasta. That's going to be another thing as well. Pasta's going to be worth like 100 quid a pack. That's what we're going to be trading in in this episode, this sci-fi episode that we're all living in right now. Straight question to you. Are you sharing scented disinfectants with your neighbour? I wouldn't do it in a million years. No one's getting their hands on my Zaflora, no matter how many crisps they stuff in my porch. Uh, Nicola in Dartford says, my husband Ray cooked up fajitas and gave our neighbour a plate with a mini chicken fajita loaded with the Tex-Mex dips. She was very happy as her family don't eat Mexican food. Would you accept cooked food from what is virtually a stranger? (laughs) I think if it was a fajita, such is my love for all things old El Paso, I might do. I know, but scones, fine. Baked goods, fine. I don't know if I could eat that. If someone, you know, they obviously seem like lovely people and that. I wouldn't be eating cooked stuff passed over a fence. Would it be rude to stick my chicken thermometer in it? I think it'd be rude in most days of the week to do that. Thank you very much. (laughs) Chris from Cornwall says, my neighbour Dave poured a vat of beer over the garden fence into pint glasses for me. He acquired it from the local club, which is shut. He also gave me wood and mackerel in a trade for eggs and an NHS flag. Incredible. (laughs) Amazing scenes. Uh, And uh, Jules in Ashton says, uh, going back to uh, my neighbour's rhubarb and uh, what else could I do with it other than a crumble? Uh, They said, we had stewed rhubarb from my dad's garden with ice cream last night. It was delicious. I'll have to give that a try. 
Uh, late entry here from, uh, this is a great text. I had Mrs. Chowdhury steamed curry chicken thighs and spuds last week. Blooming lovely they were. I'm now putting up a new fence for Mrs. Chowdhury across the bottom of the garden, but not across her serving hatch, though. Oh. Uh, Mrs. Chowdhury, if you're listening, uh, please, can you send someone our way? Because we're both absolutely starving reading this. <laughs> They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So it's Mental Health Awareness Week this week, which is hugely important and probably more important than it's ever been, considering everyone's under extra pressure of being put out on furlough or trapped in the house or worried about relatives and stuff like that as well. So hugely important week this week. We wanted to do something to mark the occasion on Hometime. And we kind of been thinking, uh, how do you do that when we're all like individually in different locations and unable to meet up in a group activity. We come up with a bit of a cunning plan. We kind of thought down the lines of what would we do if we could all actually hang out together? Well, we'd probably go and do like a pub quiz or all get together and have a few beers or something like that. So we're going to try and do the next best thing, which is a virtual pub quiz this coming Wednesday night. Now, neither Bush nor myself are claiming that we are the first people to come up with this idea. I'm sure many of you are doing something similar uh, with your families over some frustrating video calls uh, once a week. However, what we're hoping to do this time round is make it open to many of you because, you know, when we all do it ourselves, what, what is there? Maybe sort of like, you know, uh, 10 or so people and uh, you're all trying to not talk at once. Well, we reckon that we could get get hundreds of us involved in this it'd be great a big mass mass event of home time listeners getting together uh, for a pub quiz uh, this week what we've done we've lined up a uh, fantastic pub quiz creator to put this together for us because uh, richie and i would love to take part in it as well like rather than being stood at the front and having to read the questions out we'd rather be in there with you enjoying something like this because i think this is going to be beneficial for all of our mental health just to kind of all join up together and have a bit of a laugh so we've got an amazing pub quizzer lined up to do the quiz for you and we're going to be speaking to him next Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, so a little bit earlier on, we excitedly uh, revealed to you our idea for something to do this uh, week, Mental Health Awareness Week. We wanted to do uh, a big pub quiz tonight with a virtual kind of pub and invite you all along. But importantly, Richie and I wanted to go and do the pub quiz with you us all together rather than be stood at the front asking you the questions and getting stuff wrong as we tend to do so as we said earlier on we've lined up one of the top pub quizzes a pub quiz master in the united kingdom to do this for us this coming wednesday night and it's an honor to welcome to the show listener jake hey jake how you doing hello what an introduction amazing thanks for having me <laughs> jake name your pub where would you normally be doing this so normally in normal times you can find us at the black horse in deptford uh, it's a lovely little pub and I think a good quiz, but unfortunately we've had to move it online for now. Well, and what, what makes the, what are the kind of attributes of a good uh, pub quiz master? Richie and I have had a couple of goes at it uh, over the years doing stuff like that. And it's quite, it's quite, it can be stressful if people are asking you questions or playing up. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? I think it's stressful. I think it's stressful when you've got, there's always one bloke at the back of the pub who thinks they know better than you do. There's always one guy <laughs> and I like to call him the, um, well, actually you'll find guy because they'll always say, <laughs> well, actually I think you'll find and they'll have some stat on Queen Victoria doing something or another. So as long as you can sort of get around them, I think you'll be fine mainly. 
There's a lot of those kind of people on Twitter, I find. They're everywhere, yes, aren't they? full of them. <laughs> so, look, Jake, thank you so much for agreeing to host a little one for us. Well, it's not going to be little, is it, uh, this Wednesday? So what, what kind of numbers are we looking at being able to do online then? So, it's, I mean, it's been crazy, to be honest. I mean, we sort of um, wanted to sort of get that uh, sense of community we had in the pub quiz online when this all happened. So we started off with about 30 people playing. And I think now, in the last eight weeks, we've had about 300 people playing, um, about 150, wow. 200 logging in every week. It's really, really wow. good fun. So we'll be encouraging people to sign up and we'll send them invites and get them along to it on Wednesday night. Uh, what kind of oh, subjects will we be covering? What, what kind of Absolutely things you normally do? Absolutely everything. I think the main thing about the quiz is that there has to be something for everyone. So whether uh, you're a teenager or your granddad's playing, there'll be something for you. So music, history, geography, pop culture, anything you can think of. Have you ever done a round at All About Trains before? <laughs> uh, it's not come up yet. It's not come up, but I'm thinking there might, I might sneak something in this week. Maybe. Okay. maybe. Oh, they, listen know. to him. He's, get, he's getting the points in the bag already. This is unbelievable. <laughs> that's for sure. But, you know, obviously you've moved it from the hub of a community, from a pub onto this virtual world through video conferencing and video chat and stuff like that, Jake. Yeah, I, I think in this lockdown, it's been quite comforting for people all to come together and do this stuff, isn't it? Um, I think so. I hope so. Um, I think a lot of people have found that um, it's an opportunity to have sort of like a big night out or a big night in, I should say, um, because they don't really, you know, a lot of us don't, we don't really get to talk to anyone or sort of let loose. So Wednesday nights is that night to sort of meet people. And we've had, um, we've had a few people have love interests on the quiz. They've sort of met people they like and said, you know, let's, wow. let's sort of a, a date out after lockdown. Uh, a few new friendships forming. So, yeah, good fun. Hey, you're going to be after getting a hat like Scylla. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure I'll go that far. I'm not sure I'll go that far. <laughs> well, this is amazing. Well, we can't wait until Wednesday. It's going to be a brilliant thing to do for Mental Health Awareness Week in terms of having that kind of, you know, c connection with other people. Just seeing other people's faces, I think, helps, you know, a hell of a lot at the moment. Have you got any Absolutely. sample questions, Jake, that we can maybe give a little uh, try out now just so we can see, get yeah. our aims for Wednesday night? Absolutely. Okay, so I've got a list here of three chocolate bars. All I need you to do is tell me which are the most popular. So first, second and third, the most popular chocolate bar in the UK to the third most chocolate, uh, popular chocolate bar in the UK. So you've got Dairy Milk, Galaxy and Snickers. Can you put those in order? First, oh. second and third. Wow. Okay. This is difficult because obviously we both have our own kind of allegiances to a different chocolate hierarchy. But <laughs> you have to put that to one side and think in terms of the general public. Play along at home. You're listening to this right now. Drop us a tweet at Absolute Radio. Uh, we, we, should we have to have a little think about this? We'll have to stick a song on or something, won't we, Richie? Stick a song on. We're going to come back with some chocolate answers for you, Jake. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. It's the Stay At Home Time show on uh, what is hopefully a gorgeous Monday night. It's Bush and Richie here. It's Absolute Radio. Mental Health Awareness Week, and we've lined up a great night on Wednesday night. We're all missing this sense of community. We're all missing mass events. Uh, so we've organised for uh, one for you. Uh, it's a big home time pub quiz uh, that uh, listener Jake, uh, who normally runs the uh, the Black Horse pub quiz in Deptford, uh, is putting on for us. And uh, a few minutes ago, we were chatting to Jake, and uh, he gave us uh, a question that Bush and I have been trying to settle over the last few minutes. Uh, Jake, you still with us? I'm here. Good man. Right, remind us what the question was then. So, I was asking you, can you put these chocolate bars in order of popularity in the UK? And so you had Dairy Milk, Galaxy and Snickers, first, second and third. 
Okay. Okay. Which, well, I'll, I'll pitch in first here. I reckon I'm going to go for Galaxy first, Dairy Milk second, and then nutty old get stuck in your teeth Snickers at the end uh, I have gone with a slight variant on that I'm putting Dairy Milk as the nation's favourite Galaxy as a second and then people who might be nut intolerant going with Snickers last do you know what I was going to do that but I thought that's how Jake gave them in the order that he said them so I thought is that like a double bluff would he actually give I the answer I could have been bluffing though couldn't I I could have been this bluffing this is it this we're is about it. to find out so I can tell you that you are both absolutely wrong uh, absolutely what? wrong. Um, couple of couple of sort of right placements in there. So Galaxy was third place. Uh, wow. Second place was Cadbury's Dairy Milk. First place was Snickers. Uh, so if, Snickers we, in- if we're to split hairs, I was more right than Bush was. Well, no, I got Dairy Milk more at number right. two, though, right? I think you were less wrong rather than more right, I think. <laughs> How so? How so? We're having a fight about this already. I got, I got Dairy Milk in there at number two. <laughs> Also, sorry, the, the, the bit that we should be debating here, again, these are those, were those nightmare people in a pub quiz that got their hand up? <laughs> yeah. uh, You're exactly Jake. the people that I was worried about. Uh, yeah, uh, who eat, who's eating Snickers? Like, genuinely, who are the people that are eating Snickers? Well, I, I mean, if you, if, you, if you don't have a life, which I don't, um, and you follow these things regularly, you'll know that um, Dairy Milk and Snickers actually fight it for top place every single year. That is absolutely mad. The weird thing is for me, right, since um, I feel like I've not been doing any activity and you you, you get to the end of the day and you do the the trip to the shop and think, I've earned this, I've been buying those duo double bars as standard, like not even considering buying a small one. Isn't that weird? (laughs) This is how we've got the stage we've got to. Jake, this has whet my appetite. A a couple more questions, maybe, and then we we must let you go, but let's go for this. Um, So there's a round we like to do every week, which involves my mother, um, which I don't really know the name of it. If you can think of one, that'd be great. For now, we'll call it, uh, if it's not one thing, it's your mother. So my mum's going to describe something. Yeah. And uh, you need to guess what she's talking about. The only problem being is that a lot of the time she doesn't know what she's talking about. So I can't (laughs) promise that all of the facts in this description are going to be accurate, but sort of wade through and see if you can guess what she's talking about. Okay. I think this band is formed of uh, brothers, maybe two, maybe three, I think. Um, They're a famous boy band, uh, but I suppose you can't really call them that now. Uh, Maybe a man band who like rock music. They don't get on with each other, and uh, one of them was married to an Appleton sister. Oasis. Oasis, yeah. You've both gone Oasis. You're both very correct. Well done for sort of getting that with not really much information. I had Hanson in my head for a little bit. I, had, I did have Hanson. And then, then your sure mum mentioned rock music. I'm sure would love to be calling a boy band, wouldn't they? <laughs> one more, one more. Let's do a winner takes all. So whichever of you is closest will okay. win uh, today's mini prize, which I don't know what that is, but you'll win, you'll, you'll win bragging rights, whoever's closest. <laughs> um, in what year was Bruce Forsyth born? Who is going to be closest here? Uh, 1905. <laughs> uh, so let me think, let me think, let me think. Oh, I've gone uh, really wrong there. No, uh, 1911. Oh, sorry, I, 1905 and 1911. I've gone really wrong there. Does anyone want to change their answer? Yeah, 1912. Oh, he's just gone one more. It's one of those. He is literally that sums Richie up in one in one guess. Oh, I'm going to go Richie. for 1918. I don't know who I'm going to have to give it to. The answer was 1928. 
Wow. Oh, wow. That's that. Uh, Bush can have that. I was. It's beyond so my maths out. ability to even work out who's the closest <laughs> to that anyway. I mean, uh, Jake, mate, thank you so much. Yeah. We cannot wait until Wednesday. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we really, really appreciate you taking on the officiating responsibility for us, which is going to be great. Now, listen, people listening right now, Mental Health Awareness Week, this is going to be immense. There's a limited number of places. Imagine this is a virtual pub. You have to get your bum on that seat. Drop us an email if you're up for this. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. That's hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. UK and uh, first come first served and we will send you the invite to the Zoom chat by the afternoon of the Wednesday. Uh, Jake, thank you so much and we'll see you virtually on Wednesday. Thanks so much guys, I really appreciate it. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. So I feel like this show, uh, we've been whistleblowers about an impending attack that's coming our way. And I mean this seriously, an attack from an unexpected and unlikely source or angle. Uh, an attack that's timed to perfection to catch the human race whilst it's on its knees during the lockdown at the moment. That's right, folks. And make no mistake about it. The birds are coming and it's happening now. Uh, we're talking about the birds trying to make a bid for world domination. And if you think back a couple of weeks, it all started off... A little bit like, you know, we have one of these movies where there's an alien invasion. It always starts off with just a slightly innocuous thing happening. You think to yourself, oh, that's a bit weird. And now we look back on it and think that was the beginning. That was the beginning of the attack. Do you remember when I went out to go and uh, use my van, parked out the front of my house, and it was completely covered in bird poo, Richie? <laughs> I do remember. I, I, I remember this uh, and how this story snowballed. We, we were even getting people, you may remember, Bush, uh, getting in touch with uh, websites and movements such as Birds aren't real. That's it. Birds aren't real. What well, They are very real, and they're coming to get us. They're coming to take back the planet. So it started off with just a bit of bird poo, and I think that was just the birds sending a message. Now we've we've heard reports of the seagulls uh, leaving the coast because they're congregating and massing near our central hubs to take over them. Uh, and it has ramped up a gear, and I do believe that the birds are about to strike at any minute. So if you look, if you have any evidence of bird activity which would suggest that they're about to strike, then get in touch with the Hometime Show tonight. We want to be, like I said earlier on, whistleblowers and warn other people. For example, this tweet from Wardy says, Guys, woke up the other morning to find a starling had just hopped about on our landing. Bold as brass. I picked it out. I picked him up and popped it out the window. First wave recon bird, I reckon. That's exactly what's happening. They're about to strike and it can happen at any second. And they're monitoring. Uh, about three weeks ago, I put a load of grass seed down. You may remember me getting very excited at reports of germination during the show. I had to go down and inspect it. Well, three weeks on, it's gone all right. Apart from there are numerous bald patches. Now, of course, I spread that seed very methodically. There shouldn't be any bald patches. Well, there are if birds are coming down and eating it overnight. Yes. This is it. This is it. They're going to... So we need to think like military-wise here. If they were going to militarily take over this country, what would they do? They attack the transport hubs. Uh, they keep us in our houses by dive-bombing us, trying to nick food off us or pooing on us or just pooing on the car. Think along the lines of a military invasion and get in touch with the show. If you've seen any form of bird escalation, we'll mark it on the World War II Churchill-style war room map we've got going on right here in our different bedrooms that we're broadcasting from. And we will fight back this avian menace together 8 12 15 
Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, a report from Tim that he is now having to clean daily uh, his children's trampoline, uh, which... <laughs> The birds are using as a toilet area uh, every single day, and obviously, Bush, this is quite clear. They're 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 doing this to stop the kids from getting outside and playing, which is, uh, you know, in these current times, heinous. Well, if you if you've played any form of military simulator game like Call of Duty or something like that, covering fire makes the opponent keep their head down so they yeah. can't see you if you're doing manoeuvres. It's exactly what that is. It's covering fire. Uh, Rich says, I felt something heavy hit my shoulder when taking a walk in Belfair's Woods, which is just around the corner from where I am, last week. I wasn't expecting this. And he's tweeted in a photo of um, a bird poo on his shoulder, which is the size of a fried egg. There's no other way to describe it. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. Shots fired. Uh, this has just come in from Natalie Burgess. And I, I have to be honest, it's, it's chilled me to my core. Uh, she says, my husband got hit last week uh, we've also just had two sparrows in two days sneak through a tiny gap to invade our catio uh, this Ooh. is an enclosed patio to let our house cat have fresh air plus singing loudly outside the window at 5am is not on I must also report that I saw a crow attacking a squirrel in the park um, <laughs> oh it's all but- going on there isn't it I mean, but Bush, look, what you've got to appreciate here is it's it really is taking over the world. It's, it's not just the humans that these birds are having issues with. You've got the sparrows invading the catio. That's affecting the cat's liberty. And a crow attacking a squirrel is, to be quite frank, it's really not on. These, and squirrels are hard as nails, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? But I feel bad for squirrels because all they do is just kind of get their food and run up the tree with a bit of a panic attack and hide it. So they're not really, you know, offending anyone, are they? No, do you know what this no. reminds me of in terms of the sneakiness of getting into the catio? And I feel like we have a whole show on a catio at some point in us in the not-too-distant future. But, you know, the bit in Jurassic Park where the um, velociraptor learns to turn the handle of the door and gets into the kitchen area? Yeah. It's like that. They're becoming yeah, aware is. and sentient. Uh, Adam says, my mini has become a victim of some uh, bird abuse. Enough is enough. He uses worse language. His brand new mini, his brand new shiny pride and joy mini, absolute caked, completely caked in bird poo. It looks like a decorator's transistor radio. And Shuffle <laughs> says, uh, he sends in a photo, this wagtail was giving me eyeballs through the tractor window the other day. Should I be worried? Photo of a bird sat on the very front, bold as brass of his tractor and just staring him out. I mean, look, I mean, there is a breed of birds that has given itself a really cute name. Ooh, I'm a wagtail. Oh. I just wag my tail. No, they have got more sinister plans in their tiny little heads. Don't fall for it. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Those of us who heard the communication from Natalie a few minutes ago were all chilled to the bone. Uh, the tale about the catio and uh, yeah. and such like. I'm afraid Bush is back and says they are now even invading schools now that there aren't as many kids there. My daughter does still go to school because we're both key workers and she was the first to arrive. She came out and told us that there was a blue tit in the breakfast club classroom. Uh, the caretaker having to shoo it out. That's unbelievable. They're trying to educate themselves as well now. That's amazing. Mm. Robin Torpoint says, where are the swallows? They're usually here by now. I think they're being held back, ready to strike as a fast attack. 
It's a very, very good point. Uh, good the point. avian menace is all around and pervades even their own species, says this texter. Eight twelve fifteen to get in touch. Uh, I was sat by a river with friends, pigeons mooching about, and a seagull swooped down, grabbed one of the pigeons and thrust it into the river, drowned it, <sighs> and then promptly ate it. All of it. Oh. It's just so awful. And Johnny says, this pigeon has sneakily set up camp on my satellite dish, clearly monitoring communications. And it's true, he's sending a photo. There's a, there's a little nest behind the satellite dish. It's listening to what we're watching and what we're doing. This is chilling. Matt says on the subject of communications, the secret to any invasion is secret communications. The Germans had Enigma, took Turing to break that one. Birds have the tweets that they spout. Who's going to crack that? And to add to that, uh, this text says, our local woodpeckers are communicating with each other using Morse code. Whatever next? Look, we do appreciate that uh, maybe the last 40 minutes of the show has actually been a little bit scary and frightening for uh, for some of you uh, listening to everything about the birds. So we thought we'd try and uh, end tonight just by returning to something that was very popular when we started at four. Uh, and that was, we asked you very simply about some of the things that you may have had passed over the fence by your neighbours over the last couple of months in this time of kindness and sharing. This was after uh, my neighbour, out of nowhere, just gave me uh, a load of rhubarb over the fence uh, earlier today. 8.12.15 for some of the things that you've been sharing. We do love a happy ending on this show and Craig has got in touch to say I got a new flat the weekend before lockdown. Start of the second week of lockdown, I went to go outside in the garden to find a cardboard box stroke pallet of food. It was like a food charity package or something. No note or invoice. Asked the neighbours and no one had ordered anything or had any idea where it had come from. Rice, pasta, tatties, carrots, soup and more. Still no idea where it's come from. It was like a random act of kindness. That's amazing. Isn't that amazing? Uh Jenny in Ipswich, our next-door neighbour, lent us their full-size table tennis table. Another neighbour lent us a keyboard and the kids received Easter eggs from yet another neighbour. Uh, saying, uh, we delivered cupcakes to ours to say thank you. One of the silver linings to this is getting to know all our neighbours more. Uh, sadly, though, we do return a little bit to the birds with Jim and this text who says, my neighbours passed a laser pen over the fence so I can scare the damn seagulls that seem to be getting bolder. Oh, this could be some technology that we can use in an actual fight back. It's like War of the Worlds. <laughs> Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Well, look, we hope you enjoy the show. Um, Bush is not here right now uh, because he's gone. Um, <laughs> he wants those frozen pizzas. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow or indeed right now if you're listening to podcasts back to back. Bloody hell, if you're doing that, thanks very much. You've reached the end of the Home Time Podcast. Yeah, Bush and Richie have finished the show. It's time to talk to a real-life person or wait for the next podcast this time tomorrow.